This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, May 25th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Trump to offer H-2A improvements. E-Verify linkage would raise concerns. And biodiesel shifts on tax credit policy. H-2A changes and E-Verify incentives are on the way. The Trump administration is preparing a proposed rule that seeks to streamline the H-2A farm worker visa program while providing new incentives for farmers to use the E-Verify system to check the legal status of employees. At a call with agriculture groups, officials indicated that the goal was to finalize the changes in time for the 2020 growing season, that according to sources. The officials provided few specifics on the call, but they did reiterate the plan to make USDA the portal for farms to apply for H-2A workers. Grower group concerned about E-Verify linkage. The Western Growers Association said it would welcome modifications to H-2A that make it more efficient, but the group said that the H-2A improvements should not be reserved for growers who agreed to use E-Verify to check the legal status of their workers. The group said changes to H-2A should be made to improve the system for the use of all, and any implication that necessary reforms would be limited to those that use E-Verify is concerning. The rule also wouldn't do anything to address the fact that H-2A can't be used for year-round workers, only for temporary employees. Changing that would require rewriting the law and proposed reforms have been bogged down for years in the larger debate over immigration policy. Biodiesel Board changes course on tax credit. The National Biodiesel Board has quietly informed Capitol Hill that the industry is no longer asking for the biodiesel incentive to be converted to a producer's credit that would prevent the subsidy from being used for imported biodiesel. In an email to congressional offices, NBB says anti-dumping duties imposed by the Trump administration have almost entirely curtailed unfairly traded imports from Indonesia and Argentina. The NBB email says, as a result, dropping the proposal to convert the credit will make it easier to work in unison with the growers, producers, marketers, truck stops, and convenience stores to achieve a long-term extension of a blender's tax credit. Grassley steps up payment limit feud. Senator Chuck Grassley, Iowa Republican, is stepping up his attacks on the House Farm Bill over the way it eases payment limits. In a series of tweets, Grassley essentially challenged members of the conservative House Freedom Caucus to demand changes to the House bill. Grassley wrote that if the House Freedom Caucus believes in fiscal responsibility, they shouldn't let a farm bill go through that gives unlimited subsidies to Wall Street bankers. How is that fair to taxpayers? Should follow Trump budget and put caps and only give to farmers who need them. Grassley also needled House Speaker Paul Ryan. Grassley said he agreed with Ryan on the need for welfare reform, that Ryan should, quote, start with corporate welfare for Wall Street bankers getting millions in subsidies meant for farmers who do the hard work in the fields feeding America and the world. AgriPulse reported this week that Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts is working with Grassley to include some tighter payment provisions in the draft farm bill that Roberts plans to put before the committee next month. House Freedom Caucus Chairman Mark Meadows filed an amendment with Grassley's payment limit language, but it didn't get a vote. Now keep in mind, 
Keeping the Grassley Meadows Amendment from getting a vote puts House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway in a strong position going into negotiations with the Senate to at least preserve current law. By the way, House Agriculture Committee member Rodney Davis, an Illinois Republican, is worried that members of the House Freedom Caucus who voted against the Farm Bill last week won't support it even if they get their demands met for a debate on immigration next month. They had a history of voting against a majority of the bills that on the floor or a history of voting against farm bills. So don't look at it as just the immigration problem, Davis said yesterday, speaking on the sidelines of the Organic Trade Association's annual policy conference. Senate Agriculture Committee member Bob Casey, a Pennsylvania Democrat, told OTA members that the chances of enacting a new farm bill this year are looking increasingly dim. Remember... Congress is out of session through next week because of Memorial Day. Roberts hopes to have a bill ready for his committee to consider as soon as June 6th. Spending bills different on biotech salmon. The fiscal 19 funding bills making their way through the House and Senate for USDA and FDA generally steer clear of divisive issues. But the bills do take different approaches to biotech salmon. That's largely due to the salmon issue being a priority for senior Senate appropriator Lisa Murkowski, an Alaska Republican. The Senate bill would extend prohibition on marketing of the salmon until FDA finalizes guidelines for labeling it. The House bill would require that GE salmon comply with the bioengineered food disclosure law approved in 2016 and currently being implemented by USDA. The law allows for disclosure of biotech foods through smartphone codes rather than on-package labeling. The most notable feature of both the House and Senate bills is a second round of funding for rural broadband expansion. The Senate bill, which was approved by the full Appropriations Committee yesterday, would provide $425 million to go with the $600 million appropriated in March. A first, organic industry honors a Republican. We don't ordinarily highlight awards that farm groups give to members of Congress, but this one is notable as a first. House Agriculture Committee member Rodney Davis is the first Republican to be honored by the Organic Trade Association. Davis won OTA's gratitude for successfully amending the House Farm Bill to remove a provision that he said would have allowed some pesticides to be applied to organic crops after they're harvested. And by the way, on the same story, here's today's He Said It. I often accuse my chairman, Mike Conaway, who I have the utmost respect for, love that guy, that he tries to slip provisions into bills just to see if I'm looking. That's Davis alluding to his amendment. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, May 25th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.